Jonathan Savage joins us from overseas. Um, the latest on the on the war, Israel, Hamas, and uh, the Palestinian Prime Minister. I'm gonna mess. I just haven't been able to get this name, Mohammed Shtaya, I believe it is. Jonathan, help me out with that one. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. Um, I'll try, Mohammed Shtaya. Um, but I may get that wrong myself. So if anyone can yeah. can call in and correct us, that would be uh, also appreciated. I don't like to be corrected, but okay. <laughs> What's the latest on this? Now, he's, he stepped down uh, because of why? Well, no, the U.S. wants the Palestinian Authority, uh, which uh, governs much of the, the West Bank, to govern Gaza as well instead of Hamas after the war comes to an end. But the Palestinian Authority is seen by many as corrupt, ineffective, it's very unpopular, um, so they've decided that perhaps changing prime minister might do something to sort of symbolically indicate that they want to clean up your act, clean up their act, you might say. Um, so it's quite a symbolic. Um, it is probably something that the US has, has been encouraging uh, and a sign that the Palestinian Authority does want uh, to to have uh, some sort of role in Gaza after the war comes to an end. But of course, the uh, big problem there, a big obstacle to that is that Israel says that it has to have security control uh, to a certain extent over Gaza, and that's how it can ensure that Gaza can never be used to attack Israel like it was on October 7th last year. The Palestinian Authority, uh, I was going to say, had been in charge, but they I don't know if they've been in charge, um, but created, what they've been around, what, tw- more than 20 years? Is it 30 years yeah. already? I think it's about 30 years. It was after the, the Oslo Accords um, uh, back in yeah, 30 years ago, the 90s. Wow. Um, and it used to, it actually used to have power over Gaza as well. But I think it was about, it was 2007 when Hamas took over Gaza. They are, you know, the, the Palestinian Authority is, is more open to working with, with Israel and, and the West than, than Hamas is. And that's kind of why it's seen as um, the the right organization to, to play a larger role, uh, at least in the eyes of the White House after this comes to an end. But Israel doesn't have the same sort of, I think, um, optimism for the Palestinian Authority's role. And they look at the fact that the people is not popular among many Palestinians as a reason for that. Uh, and, and a suspicion, I think, maybe uh, if I'm Israel, that's going to be founded. But now they're talking about when this is all over. I, I, does anybody even see that coming? I don't think well, that's it for a while. No, but here's what's happening right now. Um, President Biden last night said he hopes that a truce agreement could be in place by early next week. Um, And what we understand is that this would be a 40-day long truce during which both sides would would cease fighting. 40 Israeli hostages would be released by Hamas. They would be under 19 or over 50 or they would be six. They'd be sort of humanitarian uh, vulnerable hostages. And in exchange for those 40 hostages, 400 Palestinian prisoners would be released by Israel and there'd be a commitment to letting 500 trucks every day of humanitarian aid enter Gaza. So that is what is on the table right now. Uh, it is, uh, we're told the ball is in Hamas's court. They're looking at this draft proposal um, and the US and Israel and, and mediators like Qatar and Egypt are waiting to see what Hamas come back with. Holy cow, 40 for 400 though. It's yeah, a little imbalanced, is- isn't it? 
that is that is the case, but it's it's not unusual. It's the sort of ratio that we saw during the previous uh, 10-day pause where um, hostages were released in exchange for prisoners. And if you go even further back, um, there was an Israeli soldier called Gilad Shalit who was kidnapped by Palestinian militants in 2006. He was held by Hamas for five years, and eventually this one Israeli prisoner was freed in exchange for 1,000 Palestinians. Hmm. So this uh, the Palestinian uh, prime minister resigns. Now what? Now they have to have an election? No, he will. Be, uh, it's, it's, it's not actually a very um, powerful role. Uh, the Palestinian Authority also has a president. His name is Mahmoud yeah. Abbas, and he would appoint the Palestinian prime minister's replacement. Um, now, we think we know who that is, is going to be, Mohammed Mustafa, who used to work at the World Bank. He's an economist, um, and he also has experience of rebuilding Gaza after a, another war back in 2014. Okay. All right. Jonathan, I appreciate how you uh, you eloquently, and I mean that, you you sort things out for us uh, because it all becomes muddled. We're worried about getting to the polls today, or maybe we've already <laughs> voted, but you know, here in Michigan, it's, it's election day, and we're worried about other stuff, getting bread on the table. So it's good to have you on to go like, well, here's where we are, here's what's going on, uh, and we'll uh, check in again soon. But I just like talking to you, Jonathan, one of these days... You got to get over here. The table and I'll bring the dessert. How about that? Hey, how about that? Hey, what is it? What would be a good dessert that you'd bring? Come on. Baked Alaska. Is that a is that a, a Scottish thing? Is that a dessert? Or a chocolate fudge cake? <laughs> I want some yeah. Scottish dessert, man. Oh, Cranachan. Look it up. Uh, maybe Kranachan. I don't. What? Okay, Cranachan. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, have a marvelous day, buddy. We'll talk soon. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. 1320 WILS Election Day. We'll be back in a minute. Mike Austin here on your morning wake up.